the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Chill in the air, but it's a nice sunny day, a beautiful blue sky, and uh, we uh, encourage you to come on by and visit with us. Not cold. It's, it's yeah. It's chilly. But it's, it's chilly, not but not cold. Yeah, that's accurate. And are you ready for this? <laughs> Trace came up and made an announcement today. So they're, they're the most popular thing that people are getting for uh, their gardener, uh, people on their gardening shopping list, are gift cards. Yeah, I got one yesterday. Did you? Cool. Uh-oh, yeah. then you might not like this news. Uh-oh. When you come today, you can, <laughs> oh, no. you can talk to Trace. That's good. It's just like... And putting the uh, cyclamen on sale after. Yeah, right after. Yeah, as soon as Jerry bought his. No, so it's a thank you for coming by and getting a gift card. When you get a gift card uh, today, uh, you'll uh, Millburgers will give you a poinsettia. Oh, okay. Okay. Any size my poinsettia. Yeah. So, and it's you know any size they got. That's a good deal. Yeah. So uh, come get a gift card for someone. Take home something for someone or for yourself. so uh, come on by Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. See Trace for all the details. That'll that'll irritate poor Trace. But, uh, yeah, so it's a nice deal. and uh, Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, so it's just a... For everybody. Yeah. So come on by Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. You wave to us as you're walking by so we know you came by. Well, we know we would know if they have a poinsettia in their hands. Maybe so. Probably. Yeah. That they, uh, the other popular items are uh, citrus. That are uh, still, there's a fewer citrus here now than there were yesterday. <laughs> but there's a lot. Yeah, there's still a lot, lot, absolutely. Good choice. Yeah. Good good selection. So uh, come on by, and today we'll uh, even mix in some Christmas music. We have uh, Ashley, and uh, this is her first time kind of mixing music with stuff. So All right. Uh, we're going to keep her on her toes. She'll do a good job. Yeah. And then uh, when we re- next in 2019, maybe we'll... Uh, Really put poor Ashley to the test, and we'll do a, what was it you did at the sea giveaway? That, oh, that one no. time where that Al nearly walked out. <laughs> <laughs> when I mailed free seed to people. Yeah, but we couldn't we'll, drive or couldn't. Uh, we won't do that today. We have, uh, and I'll tell you what, people buy a gift card and get a free packet of uh, Crawford. Crawford lettuce seed. Yeah. To plant. And now's the ideal time to plant it. Which is considered the poinsettia of uh, of lettuce. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and you can eat both, apparently. There you go. Okay. 
Uh, Why would you want to eat poinsettia? I don't know. Just I'm just drawing the the, the correlation between the that two. That they're not poisonous. Yes. There you go. Stop. Yeah. Well, dirt's not poisonous either. <laughs> we don't want. And a lot uh, of people eat dirt. Yeah. Our dog started eating dirt. Yeah. What is up with that? Kids eat dirt. Our dog, like, <laughs> like some of the planters that we have inside, and I think it's because it's like the organic dirt. Uh. It maybe has stuff in it that tastes good. But, yeah, she'll go up so there. Maybe it has bone meal in it. Yes. Oh, really? Maybe so. She'll just start nibbling at the dirt. What is the uh, fertilizer that we use? Cocoa, cocoa oh. shell fertilizer they use. Yeah. Eat it, mine it, and your dogs did. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out why they were getting so sick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it went down, but came back up pretty quick. Hey, but the other thing, they don't need to eat, eat dirt or uh, poinsettia, but uh, cyclamen too. They, yeah. They, oh gosh, yeah. And what a spectacular! Oh, we do have fewer cyclamen than we had yesterday too, but still have all the colors. Yeah. And there really are. There are a lot of different colors. I'm going to try to go through them from the deep red to the white to the, is that lavender, like a bright lavender? Uh Or is that what Tracy, uh, Tracy, Trace called? um, Lilac. Yeah, the lilac. Yeah, and then there's one called pink, salmon. Yeah, one's called purple. So there's a lot of of choices, a lot of variation. Wonderful. The foliage is uh, showy. We don't emphasize the foliage enough. So if, like, you're having a Christmas party tomorrow or uh, on actually Christmas Day, oh, and I'll give you the hours of Millburgers, too. So you can come get gift cards for those people who are coming to the party, and you get a poinsettia. There you go. See, there you go. The best, one of the best deals. Yeah, what you got? What you got? Now, Calvin, y'all already mentioned the citrus and the cyclamen. Yeah. But have y'all been to the back greenhouse and looked at the, the orchids they have? Oh, no, the Phalaenopsis orchids or oh, just all orchids? Oh, man. Cool. $25. Wow. $24.99. $24.99. Oh, that's good for you. <laughs> You're getting the hang of it. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. And, I mean, they've got some big ones back there. And I never I never had seen the little ones. They've got little, little blooms on the orchids back there. Oh, wow. Have you been back and looked at the orchids? No, I, I saw them the other day, but I don't remember the... The teeny. Cool. I'll have to go look. Yeah. Uh, but they got a, a lot, uh, kind of like a multiflora orchid. It, it, they're smaller blooms, but there's just a lot of them. Hmm. But they got some of the big bloom ones back there. That uh, The plant is full open with all the blooms on it. And you can uh, probably enjoy that for four months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's got some blooms that are opening, but uh, especially if you decorate for Christmas, these blooms will definitely stay open mm-hmm. to probably Christmas and New Year's. As Trace said, for your frugal gift giving. So it's like, I'm giving this to you now. If it's still open on Valentine's Day, this is your Valentine's Day gift. If it's still open on Mother's Day, that's probably dangerous. There you go. I don't know. But anyway, they uh, those orchids are spectacular back there. So Big, I, bigger bloomers I've ever seen on an orchid. Oh, that's cool. Good. Um, what was I going to ask? All right, so 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your world and uh, 
Let's see if we can help your gardening. Oh, if they get a poinsettia, do you you have instructions on caring for them through the holiday? I don't think you're as enthusiastic about caring for them from the holiday beyond. That's on the end of the article. Oh, is it? And yeah. Calvin got one on there. Well, too. yeah, plantanswers.com has got a couple of them. We used to yeah. we emphasize that quite a bit. Now, I always think, yeah, the best location is a compost pile, but oh. after, <laughs> after six months or so. Yeah. Somebody uh, posted on Facebook a picture... I think was uh, I don't know when it was taken, but it was uh, it was here in San Antonio and it's a big old poinsettia, uh, kind of spindly, but had blooms all over it and stuff. And and someone said, yeah, we used to have them all over town, and I think the freeze of '83 took them out. Yeah, yeah. Was that kind of the? Mm-hmm. I remember. And '89. Uh, oh, Ann Schiller, I remember called us. Uh, and was saying there was one a beautiful one in Alamo Heights at the Alamo Heights United Methodist Church. Right, still right. Going. I don't know if there's still any around town. You'll have to call us and tell us. We've had well, we had just had a big freeze, so 20, probably took them down. Twenty-one would have taken them down. Yeah, and they don't come back, or do they? Well, they they might. Depends. Okay. Yeah, the roots aren't killed. Okay. It's just like when you when you uh, your your plant quits blooming and the leaves fall off that's when you plant it outside and then it puts new foliage on and then so but in a container they're more likely to be the roots frozen of course you lose the lose the color of them yeah see, no the the difference is uh the ones in the ground outside color up according to day length and uh, temperatures so uh they may be late to color up, and they, they might freeze. And, of course, once they freeze, they don't color. Oh, okay. For that year. Yeah. All righty. Cool stuff. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you see that uh, Dennis took care of us and answered the question on Boxing Day? No. Tell us what he said. Okay. Dennis, uh, who is our roving reporter in Austin, um, said, uh, research director. Why our research? There you go. Our re- director of research. Uh, why is the day after Christmas called Boxing Day? This is by Christopher Klein. December 26 is not only a day for Santa Claus to catch his breath, but a public holiday known as Boxing Day in the United Kingdom and other British Commonwealth countries such as Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. Uh, let's see. I'll see if I can cut to the chase here. Uh, the Oxford English it term is of British origin, and the Oxford English Dictionary traces its earliest uh, print attribution to 1833. Um, hang on. 1833. Yeah. One idea is that December 26th was the day centuries ago when lords of the manor and aristocrats uh, typically distributed Christmas boxes often filled with small gifts, money, and leftovers from Christmas dinner to their household servants and employees who were required to work on December 25th in oh, recognition okay. of good service throughout the year. These boxes were, in essence, holiday bonuses. Another popular theory is that Boxing Day moniker arose from uh, alms boxes that were placed in churches during the Advent season for the collection of monetary donations from parishioners. Clergy members distributed the contents of the boxes to the poor on December 26th, which is also the feast of St. Saint, uh, Saint Stephen, 
uh, the uh, Christian martyr and a figure known for acts of charity. Uh, the first Christian martyr. That's a. I don't know if you want That's that good. honor. Yeah, cool. Thank uh, you. And there's not, not nothing in there about the. There is boxing. no nothing about boxing. boxing so the sport. these are just uh, you know accepted theories. If you want to make up your own, we can. Uh, we've been known to. Uh, Make up stuff before, so so you read somewhere this actually on December 26th, people were so tired of peace and goodwill, they wanted to hit somebody uh. <laughs> or shopping in the mall, and so what they did is oh, maybe they didn't get a gift they liked. Ooh, so, oh, so they went and bopped somebody in the nose. There you go. Okay, wow, Calvin, that's in the uh, Christmas spirit, <laughs> spirit of Christmas, Merry yeah. Christmas, pop. Okay. <laughs> Well, there you go. We've got a third theory. There you go. Okay. So what you got over there? Uh, I was looking at Calvin's article in yesterday's paper, and he talked about uh, shrubs decked out in colorful berries. Well, that's a very appropriate uh, appropriate column for this time of the year because I they got a picture of a pyracantha. Uh, and, uh, on the front, in the, with his article, and uh, I'm still enjoying that pyracantha on the way out to my daughter's house uh, in Hello, uh, up in Fair Oaks. That's in the top of a tree, and the whole tree Looks. is literally covered with berries. Ah. I mean, you can't can't see the. I I I've been meaning to stop and take a picture of it because it, it hangs right over the road. But it is spectacular. Well, we have gotten questions about kind of in that similar situation. You know, what what kind of tree is this? And they'll show us a leaf of a uh, hackberry or something, and then they're yeah. and the berries of a pericantho uh-huh. or something. But uh, and <laughs> it looks it looks like the whole tree is. Uh, now they'll probably let's see. We'll probably get to enjoy the pericantho berries for. Uh, at least, at least another month. Well, if we have one more really hard freeze, then the bear, the birds start eating. Start eating. Them. Yeah, they might even start uh, before. But uh, yeah, they're they're one of the favorites. Uh, yopons are pretty close up there too. They like the yopon. Nandinas will be they'll be eaten. In a lot of places, but they are not a favorite, and it won't be until late winter. I don't know how long it would take you to train a pyracanther to climb a tree. These must have been there for years, because, I mean, it's, it's 20 feet tall I was, I, or more. I thought of them as being fast-growing, but I'm not sure that's I think true. so. I think I, you're there right. There was one that was a spalier on the wall of my parents' house. And was it fast? It, we had, I had to trim it every, uh, uh-huh. probably about every three or four months to keep it under control. I think part of it is that they, they'll tolerate really poor soils, but they really respond to a good soil. It, it loved the refracted heat off of that wall mm. for some reason. Yeah. Hey, so hold on to the article for a sec because Trace is up here and then we got to go to a break. So Okay. What's going on, Trace? Well, we've got some interesting news. The, uh-huh. the boss is on vacation. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. So we're running a special. Uh-oh. If you buy a gift card today or tomorrow till noon, 
we will give you a poinsettia of your choice. Cool. We've been, we've been talking it up a little bit. So if they buy it, okay, so repeat it one more time. If they buy a gift card, okay, they get a free poinsettia. Okay. Choice of the house. All right. No, no, choice of their own choice. Their choice of the house. Yeah. They, oh. Is that Are they the house or you're the house? They get a poinsettia. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, thinking of the, I'm thinking of the casino. You're the house. Okay. Your choice of poinsettia. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we were talking a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, if you got a Christmas party that's coming up. New Year's party. Ooh, good point. You get a gift card for the people and you got a decoration for the uh, for the party. You bet. All right, that's that's gonna be fun to see who does that. Or a housewarming gift, sort of. Oh no, it's not a. Oh yeah, if you're going to a party, yeah. There's nice, no Jerry. cash minimum. There's no minimum size gift certificate. Um, and of course uh, you had to bring that up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> at this point, no. Okay. All right. And what about uh, if they buy just one? What if they buy six so, gifts? So he's going completely the way. Yeah, he's. He, he looks for I, the I, worst part I knew of this everything. Would happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about one point set up per household? So okay, that, that solves that. There, there you go. That there you go. That That's still great. Okay, so uh, yep, and it's while supplies last. That definitely, that if we run out of poinsettias, we you know you you just got a nice gift card. Uh, but I think we have plenty back there. We, uh, Nelson said lots of pretty and lots of different choices. And Jerry went back and said there's a lot of choices. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's still some uh, rose poinsettias back there. Yeah, that's the I big like, with the big bushy right, room. That's like kind of that. cool. Oh, we still have people coming to take pictures. Yay, we had some people yesterday. Had a phone call just about 20 minutes ago for a Christmas tree. Really? Um, oh, yeah. no. Oh, dear. They're a little late. Theodore Cedar? Uh, well, we uh, tried to talk about the them. living trees, but they, yeah. you know, some, some families, they wait on purpose and make a big uh, a big family deal about going yeah, to when you got, one at the uh, end. Yeah, you, when you uh, have company coming, and today is a lot, a lot of people will be showing up today. Yeah. Or, and even tomorrow, and then, you know, the, the ritual of the decorating the tree can be pretty important. I think the I think in the old, it'll most uh, in the old days it always seemed like we had not just here but every place had trees that were left over, and it was easy to buy a tree close to the yeah the oh yeah. But I think now that there's uh, uh, retailers are just planning better and people are. Buying earlier and things. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it's just Milburgers is organized to make sure there's not cool. 200 trees wasted out there. All right. So while the boss is out, too, one of the things that he seems to enjoy, although I don't think he's listening, um, is uh, on like the last show before Christmas, we kind of mix in some Christmas music. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to do a little Elvis right now. Are you, are you okay with Elvis? Uh, sure, I like Elvis. Oh, we need point set of music. I don't think we got anything. All right, so uh, we're going to do that, and uh, then Is we'll go to break. Is that some group point set Oh, 
Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know, terrific. If you don't, that's okay too. Because all you need to know is Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area so trust in millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on bulverde road the cal thomas commentary is brought to you by values through media now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. One of the few things I learned in physics was that nature abhors a vacuum. That's why I'm concerned about President Trump's unilateral decision to pull all 2,200 U.S. forces out of Syria. He says we've defeated ISIS and declared victory. The problem is ISIS and other terrorist outfits will regroup, and you can bet Iran and Russia will take advantage of the vacuum. Turkey wants to eliminate the Kurds, who we trained, and genocide could result with no U.S. forces to protect them. George W. Bush declared victory over Iraq, and that didn't turn out well. President Obama unilaterally ordered U.S. forces out of Iraq, and chaos resulted. Yes, I think we're overextended in the world, but what we don't understand is that this is a religious war. If you pay attention to the sermons of mullahs in the region and read and watch their media, they see all those outside their faith and some inside as infidels whom their God wants destroyed. That's the kind of enemy we're facing, different from any we have ever fought. The war won't be over for a very long time, if ever. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Listen to me, honey. Give Pearl something that'll be of some use to me, like a, like a five-pound box of money. Now, now there's a little gift. And welcome no back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, okay. So, um... We had some off-air clarification. Yeah. So on the <laughs> gift cards, it's uh, the it's ten dollar ten dollar minimum. Right. 
That's that's the normal thing anyway. Yeah, that's the, the ten dollar minimum has always kind of been the minimum on the gift cards. So, but the cool thing is, it's not one per household. It's not one per household. So it's one per uh, gift card. It's one per gift card. Cool. So, uh, yeah. So go back to my Christmas thing, um, or where you're going to something, and you can give somebody a gift card and a poinsettia. Or you can have a poinsettia for yourself and a gift card for someone else. Now, so that's while the poinsettias last. Yes, while they last. Okay. Cool? All right. All right. Cool. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, let's take a second to talk about Spider-Man pest control because, uh, as we mentioned, you know, you got people coming over, and there's nothing they like to see more than, you know, the Christmas tree and the excitement of the children and roaches. Okay. They <laughs> probably don't want to see the roaches. So, uh, if, or mice. Or mice, yes. So it's a, it's not. Mice aren't as bad as rats. No. Is that right? So yeah, if, yeah, rats are kind of gruesome. If you've got unwanted guests <laughs> at your house uh, of the four-legged or how many legs do roaches have? <laughs> or if they have antenna. Um, like roaches do. Yeah. Or they fly right in. Yeah, the they fly right at you. All right. The uh, Spider-Man Pest Control can help get rid of those things for you. They've been doing it since 1976. Warren Remy does a terrific job. And as Calvin mentioned yesterday, and we didn't get to touch on it very much, but we will, uh, Warren and uh, these guys at Spider-Man Pest Control, they know their stuff, okay? So if you decide, so like people will tell them, I have this situation and I want only this type of thing used i want only organic used uh so they'll tell you okay we can do that and that's perfect or they'll say we can do that but it may not work quite as well as you'd like but anyway they'll tell you the the full skinny on using whatever you'd like um and uh, i use the toxic stuff yeah I think the kitchen glows after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, no, it can't because he's, he's got to protect his uh, cockroaches. Oh, there that's true, yes. His favorite cockroaches. <laughs> Have you named them yet? No. Oh, you should. He's got so many. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of names. They all look the same. <laughs> Maybe it's just one. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you <laughs> have. Okay. Uh, call Spider-Man and let him get your home pest-free. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. And you'll find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. All righty. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Oh, cool. We haven't had a question on this in a while. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, great. Thanks for taking my call. You bet, um, man. What's going on? I had a question uh, for the doctor, uh, Calvin. If he, is he there today? He is. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it, it depends on the question. Yeah. He's just kind of quiet. Yeah, what's up? Um, I finally figured out why the local nurseries don't grow the uh, the milkweed the tuberosa why is that uh, well do you know how many days it takes from germination to flower no takes well generally 365 days wow two basically a year two growing seasons yeah that's a fact so that's the reason they don't grow it well, there, there's some of them now doing it, but that's that's why they were all inclined to do the uh, tropical. Tropical, so tropical, so much easier and so show 
You know, you had. Oh, yeah, it's showy, too. Yeah. And another thing about, James, I'm sure you checked this out on the tuberosa. It's kind of a, a pretty flower, but it's not a big show. It's, it's a relatively small plant, and the bloom period is only the summer. It doesn't go very far, far in the fall, no. and it's slow to start in the spring. Does that thing not freeze back? Oh, yeah, it does, to the ground. I mean, 365 days, it's going to go through a freeze. No, but they, yeah, but that, that the 365 days Calvin? include the... A dieback. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. The reason they wanted, it's also called pleurisy root, the tuberosa. It's another name for it. The reason they want that is because it's hardier in this part of the country than the tropical variety, the other variety. Right. Now, they say, James, they say, too, once, I mean, the, the butterfly people and, uh, they say once the milkweed reaches that point where it starts blooming, then then it'll s- spread. The seed spreads, and so it's you know we're back to the the milkweed is there. So now it's going to be tough to get rid of it too. But yeah, so far in my yard, uh, it's far it's finally started blooming, but it really isn't a dominant kind of uh, plant. It's one that you have to kind of weed around and make sure it doesn't get lost in the in the uh, well, the other blooming plants. Yeah. So, so, so what else a, is what else did you find out, James, about it? Well, Anything? that that's the reason nobody's growing it, man. If you got a year to flower and it it doesn't have a real good display, I guess they're really not interested in growing it. But all the native people, that's the one they want for some reason, and I really. The reason I got was that it's it's more adaptable to this uh, climactic zone, is what they were telling me. Uh, the other one is, and they're and they're basically they're basically not comfortable with a uh, dom uh, the landscape tropical. dominated by tropical milkweed. They're all, they're looking <laughs> looking for reasons why you shouldn't have tropical. Now, will the uh, tropical come back after it freezes? Yeah, it has so far in my yard. It has it? Yeah. Uh, so how cold, does it down need here. To, how cold does it need to get to freeze back? The, I don't know that. Uh, another one, is it Curavaci or what's the name of it? Curvasica. Curvasica, I believe. Uh, yeah, well, how cold does it need to get to kill that all the way down? Thirty, I think 32 degrees will We'll take it down to the the ground. The uh, tropical. Yeah, the tropical. And but the tropical you... is bloom will bloom into the winter as long as the weather weather's right. Mild. Right. Whereas your natives are, they quit they quit blooming, so they're not they're not a uh, danger to lure the monarchs to to lay eggs in the in the fall. There's just no no blooms there. Oh, that's the reason they don't like that. Okay. Yeah, they've started to decline already by the time well, the monarchs I, arrive in the fall. I'm going to seed uh, 200 and, I don't know, those 280 trays, cell trays, those real small ones, and and get some started. But uh, I don't know if I'll be successful in selling them because only a few people want them. 
the tuberosa. You know, they were they were really popular, James, at the uh, uh, South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show. Everybody wanted them. We had a uh, a little uh, exhibit where the kids could plant their, their, those little milkweeds mm-hmm. seedlings, and uh, there were more adults in the there were more adults in the uh, line than there were. T- children or at least as many adults in the line as there were children so there's there's still a great interest in them but but you're right uh they're they're uh they take a long time to get going and then once they they're at full potential you kind of say what have i been waiting for for this you know (laughs) yeah that's kind of what i was thinking um they take you know it's it's almost uh four weeks to germinate that stuff it's really takes a long time. Wow. Get it going. Um, I remember the, another the thing person about oh. the tuberosa. The, if you mess around with it, if you if you break the leaves and get that sap on you, you're going to find out about it really quick. It's it's a lot more acidic or whatever the, it is than than the other varieties. That that's real milkweed and it's it's a pretty if it gets on you, man, you'll know about it. Yeah, I guess that is a, that's a, another advantage that we generally don't talk about on the tropical. Tropical is just less less potent. Although you know the the tropical, at least in my landscape, and then in some of the books too, they talk about uh, Gada Chilvsky. She talks about if you've got tropical next to tuberosa, you can count on the monarchs. The to pick the tropical rather mm. than the tu- the tuberosa to lay their eggs, so that's another issue. So, so there's really you know, no advantage unless you talk to the the na- native people to the tuberosa over the the tropical varieties. Well, they're still arguing the, that there's still the research is going on to make sure that that it doesn't. Uh, Encourage the monarchs to stay later than they should in our climate, and also that they were talking about some microorganism buildup because they didn't uh, die back quick enough. But I, I, I kind of suspect that that they're not they're going to find that a, that's not an issue. Because one of the one of the other arguments is that the the milkweed that grows in the winter. In down in uh, Mexico, where they spend all winter, is tropical milkweed. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. If, so if that's not a problem there, there, yeah. why should it be a problem here? So, thanks, James. Hey, hey. hey James. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Good to hear from Bye-bye. you. All yes, right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. On a beautiful day. It'd be great to uh, sit out on the deck in the patio and uh, enjoy the day or uh, maybe... Uh, eggnog. Yeah, there little eggnog on the patio or on the deck. Were we, were, wasn't, weren't we supposed to go someplace for eggnog or something today? Oh, uh, Bills. Wild Birds Unlimited. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec.
Uh, you can you, you can talk about that uh, in a minute. But hey, so but I wanted to talk to you about deck and patio care. If you go out on the deck and it's not looking the way you want it to, maybe you missed the way it used to look. We'll when go it was get new. the eggnog at Bills and we'll go at one of the, the one of the decks that's been refinished. There you go, and uh, you'll uh, love how they look when they're done. Look, uh, go to deckandpatiocare.com, and what the cool thing is, the first thing you're going to see is a before and after picture. And I'm willing to bet you that the before picture maybe looks like you uh, that your deck currently, which is disappointing. So it's kind of gray, and it's weather-beaten and stuff. Well, listen, Deck and Patio Care can help you with that and get it looking beautiful. Look at the before and after pictures, and you'll know what Barry says is it really can look new again. So go to deckandpatiocare.com, and if you're ready to have uh, Barry get over there and uh, fix it up and make it look like new, you call him at 210-822-9147. This guy is the expert on deck staining and repair. 210-822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf and go to deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, we'll mix in a little more Christmas music before we go to our next break. And um, so this one is uh, House Choice, so I'm picking this one. Oh. Um, so you know how beautiful and, and, and kind of magical the 12 days of Christmas is, yeah. right? But if you grew up in Louisiana, Uh-oh. there's a whole different version of it that you may not be aware of. Are you aware of it, Calvin? I didn't grow up in Louisiana. <laughs> That's true. I bet there's a Minnesotan version of this, too. There probably is. But this is, the, uh, for your listening pleasure, the Cajun Night Before Christmas. <laughs> Listen, my children, and you shall hear what happened to me on Christmas Eve last year. It was the night just right before Christmas, and all down the bayou, everything was quiet, quiet, not even a nutrient go pity-pat in the water. And inside my house, me and my wife was flat poop out from all that Christmas preparate and were just about ready to retire for the night. Letty Garçon and Letty Fiel, our little boy, our little girl, was already asleep on the moss mattress and vision of the Fedo Doe dance to their heads, them little darlings. Them long John was hung by the log burner with care in hope that St. Nicholas soon would brought himself back. And now that the scene she sat, cast his Well, out there on the bayou, there all of a sudden arose such a clatter, it sounded like an oyster shack full of Dixie beer cans and fall down a ladder. I run like the rabbit you got to the door, trip on the dog and fall on the floor. But when I got there finally, I push away the sack and peek through the crack. And as I look in the far away, what you thought I seen? Oh, well, you can touch yourself again, because you ain't going to believe this. First of all, let me tell you, the moon, she was magnificent. How she shone on the cypress tree and reflect off the bayou. And coming right up to my house was this uh, fancy pirol being drooled along by eight slimy halamagated. And inside a little old driver in Santa Claus costume who was moving along like some crawfish done snuck up his culotte. Fast like the ducky flower. And whistle and holler and call to his halamagator like so. Got yourself a move on, Tiblon. Ropierre Boudreau, he called him his by name. Come on, Thibault, come on, Lulu Placide. 
and Bozo, you is some slow halamagator, yeah. I'll make soup out you there if you don't gotta move on. Right up the porch, them halamagators decline. With a sack full of toys, Saint Nick, he right behind. Up tip top the roof, it sound like the hail when them big halamagator flop down the tail. As I thought in my head, now what is he up there for? Down the chimney, Santa Claus come with a boom right on them red hot coals. Who he got out them far place some fast shoot? And I got a chance to check him out pretty good, cause you know, you don't got a chance to saw Santa Claus in person in your house juice every day. He was dressed all in dyed muskrat from his head to his foot. His clothes was all messed up from ashes and soot. A sack full of plating he had flung on his back made it like just a peddler would hope up his back. He had a broad grin and a round little bed that shook when he laughed like the strawberry jelly. <laughs> his eye, how they shone. His dimples, how merry. He looked like he'd been drinking the wine from the blackberry. A wink in his eye and a jerk of his head, and I guarantee you, I know I ain't got to be scared, no. He went fast to his work and filled them long johns with everything you can think of. And when he finished, laying the boat, his hand on top of his head, he looked at them chimney and done said, with all that fire and them red-hot coals, I ain't going back that way, that's for sure. So right out the front door he go, climb up to the roof, sprang to his pirog, and crack his big whip, and them halamagators, they move out, and not one make a slip. What I'm heard him exclaim as he rode out of sight, and this is what I want to pass along, them lesson what I'm learned from last year. I heard him exclaim as he rode out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Forty Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know, terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Forty Road will help you achieve those gardening goals because they have the three Ps, the plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area, plants the experts have given their thumbs up to, plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy, and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice Millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area so trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience Millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevardy Road hey it's Mike Gallagher you may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville South Carolina which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company Texas Plumbing Diagnostics If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. 
Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, uh, Calvin was talking about Wild Birds Unlimited a moment ago, uh, and uh, something that Bill mentioned. But we'll tell you if you're looking for a place to go for uh, great nature items. Not only, uh, I mean, we know if you've heard the ads, uh, you've heard him talk about the bird feeders and uh, purple martin houses, screech owl houses, uh, finch feeders. Oh gosh! Yeah. And the finches are here. Some of them are sitting on the porch with us, uh, and uh, but a lot of them are over at uh, Calvin's family is over at the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, and uh, the cool thing is they'll not only uh, sell you the stuff, but they'll sell you the right stuff and help you to understand how to use it to to what you want. So if you want squirrels, they'll help you get squirrels. If you want finches, they'll help you with that. If you don't want squirrels uh, because they're eating all your feed, they'll help you with that too. But they also have great. Uh, decorations and books and binoculars and hats, uh, everything that a nature lover could enjoy over at Wild Birds Unlimited. And what was the thing that, Bill, I don't remember. I was going to mention it, but now I can't remember the eggnog. Oh, they're going to have a reception. Oh, they are? This afternoon, yeah. Oh, cool. They they close, I think, at four. Four. Yeah, oh, we said about three. Yeah, about three they were going to have some eggnog. Okay, so it would be a good time to head on over to Wild Birds Unlimited and... uh, he said you would like it. He didn't say what was in it. What is traditionally an eggnog? Is it, we used to have it, you said rum. I've heard people say brandy. And way, I think you're right. I think brandy. Is it brandy? And we used to have, um, when I worked in Austin uh, at this import place, the, the grandmother, the matriarch of the family, would make eggnog at Christmas. And I don't know whether she preferred her eggnog strong or whether her taste buds had just gotten to the point where she couldn't tell how much whiskey she was putting in. <laughs> but I'm not sure eggnog is supposed to burn going down. And it did. It had a kick to it. <laughs> when I was uh, living and working in Morris, Minnesota, which was a yeah. little town, and and uh, this time of the year they would have Tom and Jerry's everybody had. Yeah. So you kind of wander around town and get, and uh, Tom and Jerry's never struck me as being uh, tasting as good as uh, eggnog, but they were, they were another traditional uh, drink that was based on uh, uh, some milk and oh, okay, cool eggs and things. And was it whiskey or what was the? Uh, yeah, I think they generally had whiskey in Tom and Jerry's. So you'd see grown men who prided themselves on. Part of their macho, part of their masculinity was to be able to handle hard drinks. And you'd see this 90-year-old woman bring them a glass of eggnog, and they would just take a big old swallow, and then you'd see, or you'd hear, (laughs) (laughs) wow, man. Well, part of it is, is too, the kind of uh, 
uh, whiskey that they. I think she was using Jack Daniels. Oh, was she? Well, yeah, that, that was a pretty. That's pretty easy to drink. Yeah, so it, yeah, but I think it was pretty a, strong. It's a high quality. Yeah. Bourbon or. Uh, so. Irish whiskey or something, then it's easy to drink. If it's a, a, a good bargain brand, then, <laughs> then it's a little harder to drink. When it's uh, Jim Daniels or uh, <laughs> Fred Fred Daniels brand uh, economically. But over at Wild Birds Unlimited, so there's a reception today at 3. You can go by and visit Bill and Rose and the gang. And I bet they even have stuff from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. But the best thing you'll get is to start uh, getting stuff for uh, – your family for nice gift ideas. And they're a good place for gift cards, too, if you're just like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to get, and it's down to the wire. As Bill says, they see lots of uh, uh, desperate desperate people young, this time of year. Young so. men that haven't gotten their yeah. mother's presents. And that's absolutely one of the best things you can get. Yeah, you'll yeah. Enjoy yeah. It all year in or somebody to put them yeah. a bird feeder outside the window so they can watch them. Yeah, it is great. All right, 210-308-8867. By the way, Wild Birds Unlimited is located on Hebner and Northwest Military. That's Hebner and Northwest Military. When you see the Planet Fitness, it's in the same shopping center, just down a few doors down. So go by and visit Bill today and say hello. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Getting back to Calvin's article, uh, he also talked about mistletoe. So we want to warn people if you... Mistletoe has berries at this time of the year, right? Uh, the the ones that blew it? off of my trees didn't. Didn't uh, have berries? Yeah, I took it for granted they did. They're white, aren't they? Yeah, because we uh, we always have you know, at uh, events and office parties. We yeah. Always, they always had them because it's, you know, get a kiss under the mistletoe thing. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if that... Uh, I just took it for granted that they traditionally had berries at this time of the year. <laughs> well, if they if they do have berries and the berries fall off and you've got pets, oh. don't let the pets eat the berries. Okay. Because they're poison. Now, pyracantha, it's the opposite. Uh, that's basically a small apple. We've got a, we've got a, a recipe on plantanswers.com for pyracantha jelly. And it tastes just like apple jelly. And so uh, they can eat the berries of pyracantha. Well, mistletoe, they... But not mistletoe. For for uh, centuries, Native and uh, Native Americans used it even as a medicinal How? herb. Berries? Yeah. yeah you or the leaves? The, the berries. Oh, all part, I think all, all parts at some time or the other were used. Of mistletoe? But, yeah, you got to oh. You just, uh, it's one of those uh, that you have to know what you're doing. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's not recommend. We're not recommending anybody. <laughs> it, but, but it's an interesting history. Yeah. I never heard that. Dennis, you're on it. <laughs> Dennis will find out. Our researcher in Austin will find out. <laughs> uh, Neil Sperry's got some interesting questions. Uh in, in, in yesterday's paper, uh, talking about planting larkspur seed, he said it's too. He thinks it's too late to plant it up north, but I think down here we can plant it all winter long. And uh, 
it's you plant a lot of seed and and some of them may come up and if we have a hard freeze it'll uh, it may take some of the young seedlings out but there's more coming so uh, I think we can plant large spur seed almost any time of year down here uh, you had a question about uh, oh about Chevalera's, uh plant that has grown really tall and unsightly it appears to be healthy but has four feet of nothing but a stem is there any way to get it to produce leaves further down uh, Neil answers, uh, you may not be aware that in their native homes, Chevalera grow to be very large trees. Uh, like most trees, they eventually drop their, bottom, their lower leaves. However, one thing that works very well with them, I, I don't know if a lot of people are going to be able to handle it, but uh, so long as they're still vigorous, is to cut them back near the ground. Uh, and and uh, let them send out new sprouts. He said he'd wait till spring to do so, however, when you can set it out in the bright light outdoors. Oh, no fun. direct sunlight, but very bright shade from all directions. Yeah, you don't want your new sprouts coming up now and time for a freeze right right and uh, they're harder to keep grow actively growing in the house but uh, also uh, across my mind uh, a lot of people rather than just cutting it off and throwing the top away they'll do what we call air layering air layering the chevalera plants right on that trunk and uh, again, we've got a description of air layering uh, on plantanswers.com in the uh, propagation section in the uh, on the website. And so uh, they they can they they put uh, the air layer of the top portion and get it to form roots before they cut it off near the bottom. So they have two plants. Cool. Hey, we got a, a quick question for Marcus. Okay. Uh, for you, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marcus. Welcome to the show. How's it going? All right. How are you guys? Good. What, how can we help you? Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys. You too. Yeah, I have a question for Dr. Parsons. Okay. Uh, I, I want to know, um, the orange, is it the orange frost or the or is it the Arctic frost? That's related to the Changsha tangerine tree. They're both related to the Changsha tangerine because they're they've got some Changsha blood in them. Mr. Mr. Okay. Moore crossed the uh, Changsha uh, tangerine with a uh, with a Mandarin uh, or Satsuma orange, a Satsuma Mandarin. And uh, okay. came up with uh, those crosses. They, they, they get their hardiness, their little bit of hardiness from uh, Changsha. But okay. the, the difference is they don't have seed. Okay. Which one would be the sweeter of the two? Well, you Calvin know? likes the Arctic frost because it's a little tartar, right? Yeah, that's it. But 
Yeah, it's a, it's just like tasting tomatoes too. Uh, yeah. Everybody we've had taste them. Uh, you know, you know, most of the people don't see the difference, or they're they half of them think the Arctic frost is sweeter, and the other half the orange frost. But I I think we were expecting the orange frost to be slightly sweeter. Right. And that's what I I detect in it, but not everybody does. Okay. So you think the Arctic frost might be a little bit sweeter than the other one? No. uh, No. No, I think backwards. I think the orange frost is a little bit sweeter. The orange frost. Okay. And how about about for seeds? Seeds? Yeah. Neither neither of them have seeds. There there may be one or two seed per fruit. Yeah. It's it's about the same, yeah. Okay. I just want your professional opinion because uh, I'm, I'm contemplating of purchasing one, so I just want to uh, know. Uh, okay, you... the Arctic Arctic frost is uh, more cold hardy. Oh, okay, that's good. To know. Okay. Takes uh, takes oh. a few degrees. We saw that in the last freeze that we had out at uh, at Uvalde. We had orange frost and Arctic frost planted side by side. And the uh, the orange frost burn a few tips of the of the leaves, not badly, but uh, the Arctic frost didn't lose a leaf. Okay, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Alrighty. Thank you guys for your, for your help. I really appreciate it. Merry you Christmas. Bet. Thank you Merry for Christmas calling. To you. Have a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to get you caught up with. A break. Hey, don't forget, um, one of the most popular items people are getting at Millburgers is the gift card. And today, when you get a gift card, uh, minimum $10 on the gift cards, uh, Millburgers will give you a poinsettia as a thank you. It's your pick of a poinsettia per every $10 or more gift card that you get at Millburgers. So if you've got someone on your list, uh, you can head them over to the nursery. Back in a moment. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Do you have a question? Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're live the last show before Christmas, and we want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Millburgers will be closed tomorrow at noon and then closed all day on Christmas Day and then open again on the 26th. So uh, uh, if you uh, want to get the gift card, better come today. And then if you come today, you'll get a poinsettia as a thank you gift. There you go. So, all right, 210. And don't forget to look at Lots those orchids. Less. Yeah, look at the orchids. It's just, they're in the same place as the poinsettias. $25. Well worth it? Well worth it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, potential another four or five months boom this year, and then every single year after that if you get sunny find, location. find a good spot. And it's easy. I mean, all southern exposure or eastern exposure window. Yeah. It don't doesn't even need direct light. It just needs a kind of bright uh, area in the window. And easy to water and take care of. Yeah, in fact, people get deceived a little bit. They say, well, I can't believe that, that just wetting that bark is good enough to... Yeah. And then uh, that, that I like that soluble fertilizer idea on the... Uh, every time you water or... Yeah. Once we, and then just... 
just collect the you pour in that soluble fertilizer mix you just have a little saucer and collect it you just can reuse it there you go so and if you think 25 dollars is a lot for an orchid they used to be 40 hmm. over 40 remember that not hmm. not too many years ago well it wasn't too many years ago when we wouldn't didn't even think about orchids they were too hard to grow and well you yeah. did tissue culture and uh, and then we got then we discovered uh the phalaenopsis orchid and it, it's very easy to grow yeah i guarantee you these are spectacular very cool so that would make a nice gift that would also make a nice gift if you're like going to a party or something oh like, yeah it'd be wonderful yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, we, I don't know if we finished. Calvin was, you're talking about Calvin's article, and we got a call, so we went to that. Did you finish talking about that? Yeah, well, I just wanted to mention those barriers about mm, the yeah. being being poisonous. Uh, the... the uh, yeah, and somebody, I'm kind of curious about the that. Mistletoe. Tell, uh, is anybody uh, on the uh, mistletoe? I was going to look on my uh, little computer phone, too, on the mistletoe when, when the berries are ripe. Somehow I was thinking that they were ripe, ripe this time. Yeah, of year. It, seemed, it seemed like uh, when people hang them over the doors, you know, uh, a lot of times they have berries on them. Did you remember back when you were yeah. harvesting? The berries scientifically, what time of the year that was, with your gun? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Uh-huh. And this, the, 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 I know a bunch of them got blown off in my neighborhood uh, this last windy period. Yeah. But those did not, I picked them up, a lot of them, because I, you know, I didn't know how the dogs react, would react, but they didn't seem to have berries on them. And a lot of people are allergic to the leaves or have a... That, a yeah, it's kind of like the milk. So when you're picking them up, you better use gloves or unless a, you're allergic to them. Even a... Uh, I think James was talking about the milkweed, but yeah. the milkweed is uh, nothing compared to mistletoe on some people. Oh, yeah. There's people... Yeah. Well, I guess in... I was thinking there's people that harvest the mistletoe for the the holidays. Mm-hmm. That was it was kind of a cottage industry in Minnesota, oh, really? northern Minnesota. Yeah. So it penetrates the the bark. If you cut it, does it come back where it was, like as though its roots were in the? Uh, okay. Yeah, hysteria. So it's just like trimming anything that right. Where the, if the roots stay there, it comes back. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's so to get rid of it, you have to cut below. Where it goes into the bark. Cut the limb. Okay. Which is a... That's a harsh way to Catch-22, yeah. It's called catch-22. That's like the uh, bacterial canker on peach trees. You know, you cut the... Cut that branch. The the recommendation was, well, cut the infected branch off. Well, it's the main stem. (laughs) Yeah. If I cut it off, I have no tree left. (laughs) And uh, <laughs> Milburger's got a good selection of trees, mm-hmm. uh, and it's an excellent time to plant shade trees. You get your CPS rebate. Yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah, Calvin mentioned that in his uh, 
in his uh, tips column. And uh, they, if you plant them now, they have time for the root development before they face the challenges of San Antonio summer. The CPS uh, customers can take advantage of the shade tree rebate. Shade trees planted in the right location, shade tree rebate. Shade trees planted in the right location shade the house and reduce energy use for the house uh, by cooling as much as 25% if they're planted in the right place. It's pretty significant. Yeah. And uh, Neil had uh, some recommendations on uh, smaller trees. You know, a lot of people can't. They're in smaller lots, and they don't have room for these humongous trees. And his recommendations, which may be different from ours, are for those who don't want to have uh, extremely large shade trees, one is lacy oak. I don't know if we have lacy oak here or not. Yeah, I got got one growing there. Do you? And it's on the... CPS list too. Oh, is it? Oh, good. Okay. I always find, I find it be really a slow grower. It's attractive. Oh, yeah. Me, but I I don't remember if it was Mark that if Mark agreed with me that it was slow grower or so, at least that some horticulturists don't think it's as slow as I characterize it. Yeah. Uh, Mexican uh, Neil likes Mexican plum too. Well, that's a yeah. That's not on the list. No. Because it didn't get a bit large enough to do much shading. Uh, Either Oklahoma or Texas or Mexican redbud. I can't remember if that's on the CPS list or not. I like redbud. I do, too. And then that's a fast grower, too. That's not... If you get the right one, of course. Yeah. um, And then he mentioned uh, possum haw holly. Yeah. Very attractive. Warren's red possum haw holly. When I... You know, they're, they're all, all along the roadsides in the hill country. So uh, Greg Grant and I were looking for a larger possum or holly berry tree. And uh, we'd be driving along, and I, all of a sudden I'd see, a, see one with big berries. I mean, huge berries. And it turned out to be a pyracantha every oh, time. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, you know, they grow out with the possum or hollies. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when they're, yeah, that, that seems to be where they're most invasive out there in the hill country. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, crape myrtles. Mm-hmm. They're small. They're uh, the tallest type strain to tree form are outstanding as small trees. Uh, and they keep blooming all through the summer and into the early fall. They have beautiful tr- trunks and, and fall color sometimes. Treasures at all seasons. That's what Neil Sperry said. I don't doubt him. I don't, I don't doubt Neil. Can't beat crepe. <laughs> and I, don't, no, I don't think the crepe myrtles on the CPS list, but I may be wrong, but I don't know. I don't, I, surely we would have noticed it. I mean, we've got this one here that's kind of fun when we talk about crepe myrtles to look at. Now it's uh, 
defoliated, but it's got the nice smooth bark and it's got interesting uh, shape to it. And uh, but you know when it blooms, it's it's gorgeous. And uh, even in the fall, it'll have a red color a little bit. And yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, Can't beat crab myrtles. Nope. They're pretty good, and you can get them all sizes and shapes, too. I mean, I know it's not what you're talking about as it relates to shade, but um, is Little Pinky still around, or was it Pinky or Little Pinky? Or? Yeah, it's Pinky. Pinky? Is Pinky still around? For, uh, Dr. McFadden's. No. Well, I, th- I think we sold out of Pinky. Okay. Did people Pinky. have a lot of success? Oh, or? yeah. Okay. People are still growing them. Okay. Yeah, they were like the itty-bitty hanging basket. Yeah, yeah. A Crepe myrtle for your hanging basket. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was neat when we did that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. A reminder, uh, if you're coming on or if you're thinking about getting somebody a, uh, a gift card to Millburgers, uh, come on by today and you'll get yourself a little gift, too, as Millburgers will give you a uh, gift certificate. I'm sorry, they'll give you a poinsettia with every gift certificate <laughs> you buy. It's your choice. They've got lots of good choices, but while supplies last. Uh, but, yeah, so come on by and uh, uh, give yourself a gift for giving a gift here at Millburgers. So give yourself a pretty poinsettia or give it to the person you're going to give the, uh, the gift card to. Give them two. They don't have to know. They don't listen to the show. They're not going to know. And All right. They've still got the uh, holiday home decorations. Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Good. 50% off. Yeah. So uh, in the boutique, again, you can get something for somebody or for yourself at the boutique here. All kinds of Christmas items half off while supplies last. And yard art, too. Yeah. At uh, 50% off. So lots of good things to get. Uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And uh, we'll mention, too, on January 12th from 1030 to noon, David Rodriguez. Well, we, we've been spending a lot of time talking about uh, growing citrus, but I'm sure that'll be one of the topics. David will talk uh, from 1030 to noon on growing fruit trees, growing your own orchard in, in your own yard. And uh, he'll talk about, you know, obviously varieties uh, that do well here. And uh, we'll have them here at the nursery. We have some now. Uh, but um, you'll have we'll have more even then. But I think uh, did he say Trey said I think we have blackberries and blueberries in now and all the a wide variety of different fruit trees. But David will talk all about that. There's no reservation needed. You just come on and you uh, um, just listen and write and ask questions and <laughs> just come on out at 10:30. Bring your notebook. Yep, David likes that. Especially likes when you take notes and ask lots of questions. So bring a pen and paper, and David will uh, inform you on the 12th. That's Saturday the 12th, 10.30 to noon. All right, we're going to take another break in just a second, but we're going to go out as we do with some Christmas music. So, Ashley, pull this one for you. All right. So here's you. it's Bing. You can feel free to sing along, and I'll be home for Christmas. Oh. Don't hope it doesn't make you too sad. <laughs> Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know, terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. 
because they have the three P's, the plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area, plants the experts have given their thumbs up to, plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the professional advice. Sometimes all you need is just a little advice. Millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area. So trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience. Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Christmas You can plan on me Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree Christmas your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. 
If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Nobody likes buying tires unless you get a great deal. And that's the only way we roll with the marketplace at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Attention off-road truck and Jeep owners. Pick out your 35 or 37-inch BF Goodrich AM3 mid-terrain tires plus bikini off-road on Eckert will sweeten the offer with four new KCM wheels. The new XD137 FMJ. Total retail price up to $2,900. Your marketplace price only $1,500. See this offer and more on the marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. One of the few things I learned in physics was that nature abhors a vacuum. That's why I'm concerned about President Trump's unilateral decision to pull all 2,200 U.S. forces out of Syria. He says, we've defeated ISIS and declared victory. The problem is ISIS and other terrorist outfits will regroup, and you can bet Iran and Russia will take advantage of the vacuum. Turkey wants to eliminate the Kurds, who we trained, and genocide could result with no U.S. forces to protect them. George W. Bush declared victory over Iraq, and that didn't turn out well. President Obama unilaterally ordered U.S. forces out of Iraq, and chaos resulted. Yes, I think we're overextended to the world, but what we don't understand is that this is a religious war. If you pay attention to the sermons of mullahs in the region and read and watch their media, they see all those outside their faith and some inside as infidels whom their God wants destroyed. That's the kind of enemy we're facing, different from any we have ever fought. The war won't be over for a very long time, if ever. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And of course, that's 9.30 a.m. The answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m. The answer. Every day, every minute, news is breaking. Stories are being updated. Lives are being changed. So stay ahead of the curve and get the right information you need every day. 9.30 a.m. The answer. 9.30 a.m. The answer dot com. Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. And a real famous cat all dressed up in red And he spends the whole 
That's a good, that's a traditional Christmas song. Yeah, it is. It's become one. It's a fun song. Yeah. I like that. And uh, the there's a lot of good rock and roll Christmas songs. I like Run Run Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. I like Chuck Berry and uh, the uh, Drifters version of White Christmas. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I don't think, I noticed you got sad when we went to I'll Be Home for Christmas and it was me talking about. Uh, the nursery. It just—I didn't sound like Bing, did I? <laughs> okay. Okay. Next, you... next, we'll be here next week. Yes, we will. And will that be two day, two days before New Year's? Let's see. So we'll be here the 29th and the 30th. Okay, and then uh, New Year's is on that Tuesday. Following yes. Tuesday. Monday's the New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day is Tuesday. And to have have good luck. Oh yeah. You're supposed to eat country ham and black-eyed peas. Okay. For for New Year's Day. I see, but okay, we'll go. There are other traditions we should cover, but okay, go ahead, because <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good tasting one. Yeah, and uh, so I didn't talk much about the country ham before Christmas. Yeah. We just ran out of time. Okay. But I did take time to order my country ham. And we're going to have it for uh, a Christmas meal on on uh, Sun on Christmas, but we're going to keep some for the first. All right. And uh, I want to tell people that uh, if you haven't heard us talk about this uh, salt cured country ham from Tennessee, it's what I grew up on. So. Oh, a lot, lot, lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that ruined everything. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people think it's too salty. Uh, uh, but I, I, I think you can uh, can just kind of soak it a little bit before you cook it and make it less salty. But I like it salty, just like it comes out of the package. And you can order that from a place close to my hometown called uh, in Brownsville, Tennessee. And I ordered uh, two packages uh, of uh, center-cut slices, and they're big slices, and uh, two packages mailed and and delivered cost $42. And they delivered them in three days. Okay. That's pretty good. And uh, they don't have to be refrigerated. They're, they're, they're uh, cured. And sealed, so huh? They don't have to be refrigerated. Uh, that's why they ship them through the mail so easy. And um, I've got their addresses, uh, names and addresses, is it on Plant Answers? On, on Plant Answers on the Christmas list. On the uh, the front page there on uh, on uh, Christmas gifts. Uh, Horticulture Christmas gifts. But for those of you who can't get on the internet and uh, you can and uh, and to want to try this country ham it's uh, the telephone number is 1-800- 
And uh, you just give them your credit card, and they'll uh, they'll uh, uh, ship you what, whatever you want to buy. They have uh, five packages. Of course, they sell whole hams and and everything else. They have five packages of center cut ham, two slices per package uh, for sixty seven dollars, and they have. Uh, Three, three packages for fifty dollars and sixty cents. Uh, for three, three packs of uh, two center cut slices. So, uh, and then you get you get your black eyed peas at the supermarket, and uh, you'll be ready. Well, now, do you know why they why that's supposed to bring you good luck? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because that's frugal eating. That's, oh, that's okay. Uh, 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 blackout peas uh, for the Southerners. Okay. I don't, I don't imagine they had that in uh, Minnesota County. Oh, yeah, but they, they, they talked about uh, black-eyed peas as a good luck in, New Year's. In Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. Did you have them? Did you? Yeah, occasionally we have. So we need Dennis to do some research on things that you're supposed to eat for New Year's Day. And when you eat them and what you're supposed to eat. Dennis, if you don't mind. I think poor Dennis is kind of like, hey, now you're telling me what to do? Uh. I just, sometimes I, I do this as a joy, you know. Now you got to tell me. you got to give me assignments. But, uh, yeah, did you do Hoppin' John's? I don't know what that is even. It's, I don't either. Oh, it's uh, it's a casserole. So it's ham, like ham and um, rice. I think is in it, and um, it's it's the black eyed peas and all that, and it's baked into a casserole type thing. I'll have to, I'll have to find it. Maybe we can make some. But you'd have that uh, as a dish, and then I know one of the traditions the is green 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 bean casserole. Why would you need those? Don't that's the traditional uh, Is it? Okay, so why and why green bean casserole? Uh, I don't know why. It tastes oh. good. Okay, well, <laughs> besides that. Uh, oh, cool. Easy to grow. Ashley's telling us in Mexico they eat lentils for good luck and 12 grapes, one for each month. 12 grapes? Uh-huh. So we'll have to bring some grapes. We can do grapes. I don't know if I can do Hoppin' John's. <laughs> lentils are good. But you're supposed to eat something green like spinach or um, um, I don't know what else you'd have. I guess spinach, you could have kale or, or I don't, lettuce well, isn't green at enough. The Cajun restaurant there. You can have collard greens. Uh, They have uh, collards and uh, mustard mixed, I think. Okay, for New Year's? Yeah. Or just because? Oh, all the time. Well, see, it's and, wonderful. and I think wonderful. you eat green, so it's a prosperous New Year, so you get money. That's the thing you're supposed to do for that. Okay. So we'll have to we'll have to see what Dennis comes up with. Thank you, Dennis, for doing that ahead of time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all kinds of fun traditions. And so, I've got all the recipes for pecan pies and ooh. and lemon icebox pies and stuff like that on plantanswers.com on the on the uh, topics of the month section. Do you have a black IP recipe? Black IP and ham or. 
No. Do you? I'm trying to think. Do you have serve them over? Okay. Do you serve yours over rice or just kind of as a side dish? Well, no. This uh, tastes good is with that. Uh, so little pieces of that salty ham in the yeah you know, black you, yeah, you, yeah you cook it down but you can still have it over yeah, over it. hey Marie's going to add to the conversation good deal Marie welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas you got you got something to add to the list well I understand the good luck uh, several years ago I found out that I, something I've never heard of in my life but it seems that for prosperity yeah you want cabbage oh cabbage I think you're right that's right. To that's, me, that's important. That's, good luck. Sometimes uh, prosperity comes with good luck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And how do you prepare your cabbage? Uh, you, you can do it anyway. But how do you, you, do, could, do, you, uh, do, you like do cabbage? Uh, I like it with, uh, you can put some bacon and onion and cabbage and run it around and put a little bit of brown sugar in it, believe it or not. Ooh, that sounds good. And, uh, you can have cabbage slaw, but anyway, cabbage for prosperity. Good luck, okay, good, good. prosperity helps. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you take care. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Do we have a question from the crowd? You want to ask it on the air? Two questions. Wow, it's a it's a Christmas. Here you go. I'm going to give you this, and you'll be on the. Uh oh. Okay, they're visual, but we'll yeah. we can handle that. What you got? Well, this is my grapefruit that I grew at home. This was started from a seed that I picked up out of my grapefruit 10 years ago. Yeah. And this is the first grapefruit that had been on the tree. Now, last week, y'all were talking about dormant oil. Mm -hmm. Would that prevent? No. That's not what dormant Tell oil is Tell me what the for. problem is, Milton. It's collard. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not collards. It's, it's, it's uh, crackle damage. Crackles. The crackles when it was okay. young. The grackles said, hey, look at this. Come on, guys. And it's probably young grackles, too. They're punks. Awesome. They Even come to your yard. They just take that, and they, you know, they're punks. Okay. Grackles, they didn't used to do that. Fruit. No, it, yeah. it's still good. I was just checking. Now, you know, these millennial grackles, they just don't care. Have uh, no respect. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, back in our day. Yeah, grackles. I'm sorry, I'll stop. Is this <laughs> Yes. Because I've been pulling it up in my yard for... You know I'm supposed to pull that up? Well, I didn't know that until I was listening to uh. talking about it. And then I went to PlantAnswers.com, and I looked at the picture, and I said, that looks like that crap I've been pulling uh. out of my yard for 10 years now. Well, it doesn't matter if you, you can pull it and pull it, pull it, pull it. Yeah. That See. looks like it, doesn't it, Cal? Yeah. I was, uh, the other thing that I was trying to think of, let's see, there's two other weeds that are going wild right now. The one with the purple flowers, hand bit. Yeah. And then there's uh, the, another one that has this kind of a leaf. This might be it. It has a little white flower. That's got the yellow flower. You okay, can, then you that's can see there. Horser, probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. And how does your yard look with it all in it? Does well, it look nice? In the yard where the turf is established doesn't have it but where it's spotty you know i get that yeah and, and you just mow that no i did mow it <laughs> that's what i mean mow it in the in the winter and it's what do we call it our sustainable winter lawn sustainable winter lawn 
That sounds better than the C word you used to describe it. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I know I horse herb makes people that. emotional. Uh, <laughs> okay, absolutely. You should see how Evelyn calls it. Uh. <laughs> now, will that transplant, if, if you pull it up and you get roots like that, yeah. and, and you take it up to your place in the hill country that's got rocky soil, and... Yeah, that's what they... Well, Jerry Jerry did a, a few years ago, did an experiment to, trying to collect seed, and that didn't right. work. But uh, uh, when, last time we were talking about it, which was just a few months ago, oh, it was the oh, uh, uh, Johnson Wildflower yeah. at Austin. And the uh, director up there talked about that, that, that they found the easiest thing was just to transplant the horse or just, you know, just dig a whole bunch of the roots out and you don't have to be too fussy about them and uh, stick them in and they'll, next thing you know, you'll have a... And we do have yards in my neighborhood that have nothing but that and look very nice. They really do. It's very green. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It goes away when it gets dry. Or when we have... It comes right back. When we have a freeze and it freezes back. Now, in my yard, it looks... It's just got the the rescue grass didn't get affected at all in the freeze, and so mm-hmm. it looks like looks like I planted uh, a winter lawn there, but it's all it is is the winter weeds, uh, and looks real nice. But this this is starting to come back now after that 23 degree freeze. Can I push my luck for one more question? Sure. Sure. Okay. I know I've or I'm pretty sure I missed the uh, window for planting. Uh, blue bonnet seed up in my hill country estate. I don't know. I, I saw some. Has he? A bit of. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, what's the correct time for uh, sprigging it or whatever? Transplants. Transplants. You can do that anytime. Now is a pretty good time. They have some here, actually. And they have them here. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're in like the, four tables. They're in or, the. They're in that uh, rosetting stage i mean they're they're, they're growing fl- they're mm-hmm. flat right now but uh yeah they they'll, they'll do fine awesome okay cool All now right. you, if you've got seed already i don't well okay <laughs> okay yeah just worry. but if you if you're in the hill country you might want to get some seed mm-hmm. and just uh broadcast it you can broadcast it out now get seed soil contact mm-hmm. that's what you need and uh, the, they they won't they won't form a biggest plant as they would have had you planted them a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, when people want to plant them up north, I always get questions from people that want blue bonnets up in the colder climate. Uh, Lubbock, for instance, we find that. Uh, in Lubbock, the best time to plant them was in the spring, just when they plant mm-hmm. the other uh, crops, and they 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 go ahead and bloom. Oh, awesome! All right, so, guys. So you All can right. find find you can do both. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Thanks, Pam. Merry Christmas. I should have brought three. Shouldn't I? There That's you okay. Go. I feel bad. So, <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got two. Full yeah, he's trees, got trees. So he's been. Yeah, you can have that back. You can spread uh, that. <laughs> Thanks. All right. 210. Thank you for coming Thanks, by. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Hoppin' John is fantastic. Yeah. Make it every year. Well, okay, so what's what's in your Hoppin' John? I couldn't remember. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. 
My Hoppin' John has black-eyed peas, right. uh, ham hock, although you could use your Tennessee ham, and then uh, rice, tomatoes, okay. yeah, a little bit of chili powder to give it a little kick, and then uh, cook it about two hours, and great, and it gives you good luck for the rest of the year. And there you, you go. And do you serve it with cornbread? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Cool. Thank All you. Right. See, now we know. All right. 210 This way. Look for the big greenhouse. Back in the greenhouse. So we got a song picked out for Calvin that we're going to go to right now. As you requested, Ashley found it. So here it is on 930 AM, The sure. Answer. like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know, terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice Millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area so trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience Millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevard Road if you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country. The Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500- 5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Happy birthday! Oh, thanks, honey! Oh, boy. wonder what he got me this year. Power drill or treadmill? I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a $50 gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hun! Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Ah... Uh... Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer? That's traditional Christmas music. That is traditional Christmas music. Alvin and the Chipmunks? <laughs> My girls used to love to listen to those Chipmunk is that right? albums. Huh. Christmas album and everything else. Very cool. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We forgot the other freebie. Oh, yeah, the calendars. Yeah, so Millburgers has the calendars here. Uh, still have plenty. even if you don't buy points. Yep, if you. I mean, no. Uh, gift, a gift card. Yep. So Millburgers will uh, give you a, uh, a Millburgers calendar just for coming by and saying hi. And, and then you can while sign up for the last, newsletter. You could sign up free to either get it in the mail or get it uh, as an email. And you can get some Crawford lettuce seed free. Right, free. Yeah. A lot of free stuff over so the here. The question is, why aren't you here? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they've already been here. Yeah. And gotten all their free stuff. But, yeah, what Jerry was talking to, when you get a gift card of $10 or more here at Millburgers, they'll uh, give you a free point setup. Uh, your choice while supplies last. So that's for today. Uh, so come on by and uh, take care of that and uh, get a pretty point setup. Uh, it looked like our guy uh, who was asking the questions took advantage of that. God, he got a phalaenopsis orchid. Yeah, I saw that, too. He got the phalaenopsis orchid. It was pretty. There's a two citrus going. Oh, wow. Cool. There too. All right, 210-308-8867. Anything uh, we got? We got about 10 minutes before uh, we wrap Kevin up. Kevin had an interesting question off there. Oh, yeah, cool. On Malabar spinach. Oh, gosh, yeah. Was... I never thought about keeping Malabar spinach yeah. through the winter. Yeah, no. I, I, did you see me... Give her that blank stare. Uh. <laughs> uh, you know that that was the first part of it. Uh, now will it? You know, will it make it through the winter? And of course, when I've used it, I've never really cared. Yeah, to make nobody it ever thought about carrying it through the winter. Then she, the second question was, she says, "It looks like it's going to seed. Is that when it goes to seed?" And there was another blank stare. I because <laughs> I I don't remember ever. Uh, thinking about uh, going to see. I guess it's a short day bloomer. Could be. Well, anyway, I told her to. Yeah, the, uh, I said it would probably be sensitive to uh, another freeze if we had it, so she could she could cover the 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 base or something with leaves. If yeah. She, and then. Um, but I saw it never freezes here, so she yeah. won't have to worry about killing the roots. And then uh, she's going to keep us informed on the. Yeah. Seeding. She's, she loved the Malabar. Oh, yeah. I mean, the I, texture and everything yeah. was good. I probably should have reacted more to that. 
but because of the... Uh, it just blew my mind. I mean, uh, that's, I never, we never had that question before. And, uh, of course, we got regular spinach out here for sale. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good, good and now's the time to plant it. We planted it on the KSAT Garden just uh, Oh, did you? Friday, yeah. When do those go air, do you know? Um, no, I don't... I, I suspect uh, one of them will be on Christmas. He was talking about uh, some of them not being uh, shown until after January 1st, too. Oh, okay. So, Well, that's okay for spinach. Yeah. Um, and onions. We did onions, spinach. Yeah, that's okay we for did, onions, uh, too. We did uh, cabbage looper <laughs> production and... Uh, Oranges, oh, the old Steve Brown's orange, famous orange trees. Are those oranges ripening? Oh, gosh, yeah, and very nice, sweet, nice oranges. Are they really? Yeah. Um, I'd, Steve Brown, uh, they say Steve stopped by a couple uh, week ago and suggested that they they be wouldn't be ripe for another month. And I suspected that he maybe was... Yeah, trying to hold them off. Yeah, because while we were there tasting them, and they were tasting so good, and then next thing I know, the cameramen and everybody are on. <laughs> now I'm saying, you know, I have no authority over that. I've seen. Don't don't pick all those we need for TV. You know. Now are they, is it a, is it a navel orange? Navel orange, yeah. Okay. And uh, not quite as big as that grapefruit. Okay. But uh, very very good, sweet. Um, I had my little jackknife there, and we ate a couple of them while we were there. On there you go. TV. Steve will be proud of that. And the other one, that, that that's only the, I think that was the only the fourth year, maybe the fifth, but the uh, they both still had thorns. One of them was heavy with fruit, and the other one was no fruit. But, but uh, I was trying to see if there was any kind of difference in the the amount and the length of the thorns, but I couldn't really recognize any from looking okay. at the trees. It pro- probably had more to do with the uh, sun that it was getting. Or yeah, something. I didn't. I didn't. That 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 started producing mighty fast. Yeah, and I it, was thinking it was going to be longer than. So did. yeah, so did uh, Steve and I. I was always, Steve was always pushing on it, pushing on it. Are we going to have any? fruit this year you know i said no no you'll have to wait for the seven years and there yeah he kind of brought it to my attention many times that uh. this, uh, this was not seven years this was four or five years but yeah. they're very nice they're really attractive uh, trees too plants except they dominate the whole take over the whole raised bed you know there's one in each raised bed and so you've got only a half of raised bed left yeah, my suggestion was we'd, we'd go over there at night or something and yank it out and put a, a satsuma or something in there. But uh, those navel oranges are good, and they're they're pretty cold-hardy. Yeah. Well, of course, the, not even the tomatoes got hit uh, in this Kasag garden. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Now, they didn't have any fruit. I think the lack of uh, light was a factor there, too. But uh, you got the the edging, the way you described it, you know, when you sometimes when you cover it after that first freeze, uh, the outer edges were burnt. burnt yeah. But the plant was strong and uh, even had some new 
leaf growth. Huh. So, but, yeah, we discussed uh, some new, there was uh, some nice ni- uh, sunny patches over there on the front area. We discussed some, potentially some new raised beds in full sun. Okay. Very yeah, cool. That sun makes a big difference. Oh, gosh. And, uh... Let's see, what else can we plant? Oh, yeah, can you still plant your peas? I, th- I think you can, yeah. Mine are the uh, ones that taste at, uh, not a lot of them came up, but the one that came up is blooming. And okay. my, mine, the foliage looks good, and they came up, and they are they look like they're maybe a week away from blooming. Okay. So, And the uh, sweet peas, uh, the, the blooming version is uh are, are generally coming up and made it through that freeze uh so it looks like it might be a good uh, pea uh winter yeah so but but i think you still got time well yeah we've january many, many years we've planted them even up to like february 1st yeah oh good you he mentioned the hill country where it was too late to plant the blue bonnet spice seed, but here in town, is it too late? No. Okay, so in town. I didn't say it was too late. Oh, okay. Well, you. I told him in Lubbock we planted them oh. in the spring and had very good luck with them. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he, he, uh, yeah, Jerry implied that it was better if it would have been earlier for sure. Yeah. Are you trying to give them more time to establish, or is yeah, the, the temperature yeah. makes a difference? They, they hunker down, like like Kevin was talking about these plants out here. They they make a little rosette, right? And they establish a deeper root system and a massive. Root oh, system. okay. And then when the warm, when the soil temperature warms up a little bit, uh, they they send up the top, and the, that's where the blooms occur. Yeah, and then you better stand back. Yeah. When they decide to send those tops up. What was that what was that combination that we tried a few years ago? It was uh pansies <laughs> and uh blue, blue bonnets. Or or also Oh yeah. So in one container, yeah. Yeah, and then then one day, you know, the blue bonnets were rosetting and the pansies were the dominant. <laughs> the next day you went out there you couldn't even see the uh, pansies. Uh. <laughs> blue bonnets just had moved up and were taken over. Good news, we've gotten all our color for, colored uh, blue bonnets planted. The people I'm working with and the locations that we have. Uh, Dr. Larry Stein worked real hard uh, during the during the last uh, couple of weeks to uh, get them direct seeded, and we, like I said, we're just direct seeding those too, and uh, they're they're just not coming up. So that's encouraging. Of course, that's a long way to go before seed harvest. And uh, my volunteers uh, transplanted the rare white uh, this last Thursday, as a matter of fact. And uh, uh, so we we direct seeded them and uh, lost the first stand. So we we uh, grew some transplants, had some transplants grown, and uh, planted those now. So, uh, and this is the last of the white seed. Uh, so we're all very anxious that uh, these mm. produce good seed. 
for next year. All right, listen, we're going to begin to wrap up. Thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all the calls on the air and getting us some Christmas music. We want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we will be back uh, next Saturday and Sunday. But in the meantime, have a great holiday. Yes, sir. And it'll still be in 2018. we got one more weekend. Yeah, so we'll see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.